Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. 7-0. and I can't believe I'm saying it, but the Eagles are the only undefeated team in the NFL. And the schedule, which we're going to talk about, looks really promising. My partner, who's on the line with me right now, is Mark Eckel. Of course, he covered the Eagles for years for NJ.com and the Trenton Times. My name's Ken Dunnick. Played a little tight end for the Eagles back in the 80s and with the Philadelphia Stars. And I want to remind everybody that this podcast is brought to you by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. And, Mark, you know we have our big gala coming up this week at yes. Ballroom at the Bend. Dick Vermeil is going to be in attendance, a Hall of Famer. We're going to, because of this crazy sports schedule, now we have both huh. the Eagles and the Phillies streaming live on large TVs. So anybody who wants to come out and party with us can do it and see the games and hobnob with some celebrities, and raise some money for charity. If you're interested, go to jerseymanmagazine.com, get ticket information, or you can email me, ken at jerseymanmagazine.com. It's going to be a great night. So, Mark, yes. we, uh, you know, in 1980, one of these years I'm, I'm going to surprise you and fly up for the gala. Well, listen, I got, I'm an empty nester. You can stay in my house. And oh, come on. Yeah, that's, that's no, no problem at all. Is it always this time of year in November? It's always the first Thursday in November, yes. Right. But we, gotta, gonna, we learned a lesson. Now. we got to check the Eagles' schedule. Before, <laughs> yeah, right. So they don't play yeah, right. <laughs> so, Mark, I get into town in 1980, and I, really, I have to be honest with you. I didn't know the history of the frustration of Philadelphia fans when I got here. I just didn't. I mean, I'm Chicago native. I went to school oh. in Memphis. You know, Chicago should have gave you a little hint with the well, yeah, the Cubs, yeah, right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. But I mean, as far as you know, intrinsic to Philadelphia, right. I didn't realize it. And when I got here, the Eagles were a Super Bowl team. The Phillies won the World Series. The Sixers won a championship. I believe the Flyers were in the Stanley Cup Finals. And now this year, we had the Philadelphia Union, who's going to play for the soccer championship. This is really, really a good time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. Yeah, this is somebody asked me that down down here, knowing that you know where I'm from and everything, and I said, yeah, this is probably the best since because they said, is, is it the best ever? And I said, in eh, 1980, you know, they, they let's see what happens. I said, let let it play out. It's not over yet. Right. In 1980, the Eagles did get to the Super Bowl. The, the Phillies did win the World Series. Like you said, the Sixers got to the NBA Finals. The Sixers won it. Not in 80. 80 oh, oh, no, no, they lost, yeah, they lost the late. 80, 80, right, 80, 80. Right. But they got to the right. NBA Finals. Right. And I believe the Flyers. The Flyers, I believe, were in the Stanley Cup Finals. That they year. Lost, they lost that year, too, I think. Yeah, so I said, that, that's the best. I mean, let's let the, there, now, there, there was no union, so um, right. that's, another, that's another entity. But, yeah, this yeah. is, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember anything since that. I mean, I remember a lot of. Bad years in between 1980 oh, yeah. and, and, and 2022, but yeah, no, this is this is as good as it gets right now. Well, so we're doing an Eagles podcast. So as it relates to the Eagles, and and this is not hyperbole. I mean, you I, you know, I've been critical critical of the team. Uh, I've been critical of Howie when he makes moves I don't like. I, I really you know tell it like it is, uh, with no filter. This may be the deepest Eagles football team at every position that I can remember. And one of the reasons I say that is because, obviously, with the addition of A.J. Brown, they vastly improved the wide receiver yeah. position. And I thought Zach Pascal was a pretty good pickup, too. And, of course, they 
drafted Devontae Smith last year. But the linebacker position, these guys, uh, T.J. Edwards, 13 tackles this week. Kazir White, 11 tackles. I like Kazir White, always at Hassan Reddick, another sack. Uh, You know, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, another pick. Um, It's hard to believe that in just a a year or two, the Eagles are so far superior to a Pittsburgh team. (laughs) Pittsburgh didn't belong on the field with the Eagles last weekend. They didn't. And it's almost like no. you're, you're, you're looking at the, it's the bizarro world. You're like, what in the heck is going on here? All the moves are working. It's just it's fun to watch. Well, I, you know, I've been critical of Howie as well. And I think, you know, fair. I think I've been fair when he's messed you, up. Like you have that. been he's, fair. You've actually you've probably been more encouraging about Howie than, than I have over the well, course Well, I'm going to say this about Howie. Howie, I think Howie – He's always tried to be a step ahead, right? Like always thinking he's well. Now he really is, and what <laughs> what he's done? No, he is, and what he's done, and it's brilliant. And I think other teams like because you know the, the NFL is a copycat league, right? So I think other teams are going to start trying this, and when, when as as everything else, when everybody tries it, then it's then it's time to try something else. But what he's been doing, and I love it, is. He, he's not like the Rams who say, screw the picks. We're just going to trade all our picks and get veterans. I mean, that, that's been going on. George Allen did that 60 years ago. But he acquires picks. He, he, he accumulates as many picks as he can, and then he deals them off. Yeah. He, uses them as, he uses them as poker chips. Absolutely. But he gets them. He goes out and gets them. Like, for instance, last year's I, – I, People love the draft. Oh, the Eagles had a great draft. I, we don't know. Who knows? We have a, you don't know a great draft until you think they did because they're players that you liked in college. But we've seen a lot of players we liked in college turn out to be not so good in the pros. And then we see a guy like Tom Brady go in the sixth round who becomes one of the best of all time. So, you know, mm-hmm. you never know. What I did know was that A.J. Brown was good. I knew that. I saw A.J. Brown play in the NFL for the Tennessee Titans. He was good. So why – and I think how he also recognized – the weakest part of his game as a general manager was the draft. Let's be honest. He, he made some good trades in the past. He's been, he's been pretty good managing the cap and knowing what to do there and keep the move money around and all that kind of stuff, which is not easy. I mean, that's what he was brought up on. He, when he first started with the Eagles, he was, he was the cap. He was working in the cap department, not the first well, But, Mark, I think the cap directly relates to what's going on here because if you, see, if you look at the Tennessee Titans – and you realize that they can't afford to pay A.J. Brown a big contract. Now you start the conversation about, hey, listen, you know, we've got this. How about this? And, 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 and that's, I think that's a prime example of if a guy knows the cap and knows the teams, that he can negotiate a good deal. Absolutely. But I also think, so instead of guessing on who's going to be a good wide receiver, because he, let's be honest, he's, it's a guess. You know, you you hope and you you do your scouting and you do all that, but you're still kind of guessing. Well, let's just trade for a guy that we know is a good wide receiver, and they get AJ Brown, and then they make another move. Um, and well, the James Bradbury signing was just was. I still can't believe. I mean, I can't believe he even lasted more than a day after the Giants cut him. He's one of the better corners, and there aren't many cornerback is hard to find. I mean, it's hard to find player. good corners. That, that would very good. Me too. Sure. Well, I mean, and the Giants cut him because they were in they were in salary cap hell. The Dave Gettleman era put them in. They, they did so many bad moves that the new guys come in and they 
I think if the Giants knew they were going to be good this year, they probably would have found a way to keep Bradbury. But they're looking at, well, we're rebuilding. We can't afford this guy. And they cut him. And the Eagles jumped on it. And, you know, like I said, I'm surprised he didn't get get picked up quicker because he's very good. Um, and, and then they trade for uh, Johnson with with New Orleans, right? They they gave up right. a mid-round pick. And yep. now they get Robert Quinn last week. I mean, they <laughs> – it's by, by the way, by the how way. good this team is because they've Robert, done a lot of good moves. Robert Quinn is a guy with a pedigree. He had obviously checked out of Chicago. He had eighteen and a half sacks yeah. last year. Eighteen and a half sacks. That you know, you just uh, to, to me getting no, a guy a with that he's kind of pedigree. Yeah, he, he's a rental, but he's, he's a rental. That's, but that's okay because you know, this is so was the Ramos Chapman when the when the Cubs won he, the World <laughs> Series. I mean, exactly. I don't care. No, no. I, listen, I didn't. I, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I just meant. It also shows that this is they listen. You look at the NFC. It's San Francisco now looks pretty good. They they've done the same things the Eagles have done. They went out mm-hmm. and got some got some players, and they got lucky as hell because the guy they thought was their quarterback isn't any good, and the guy they were dying to get rid of is back in, and he's playing pretty well for him, doing what he always does, win games. But anyway, that's that's another story. But I mean, the Eagles look at the NFC. There's no reason. They're, they're going to be the, they should be the top seed in the playoffs, and then from there, who knows? But yeah, so if Robert Quinn's available and it costs you a fourth round pick, even though even though he's only going to be here half a year, that's well worth yeah. it. Yeah, you know, getting back to the linebacker position, hey, you know, in in my lifetime uh, of watching the Eagles, obviously Bill Berge was a really good linebacker before he injured his knee. Seth Joyner was a good one. Jeremiah Trotter was a good one. Um, William Thomas. William Thomas was a, was a pretty good linebacker. Um, I don't you – know, this linebacking core, which for mystifyingly for years the Eagles have just ignored, which is a really important position in the, in the day of tight ends, you know, catching the ball over the middle, you've got to have a linebacker to cover them. You know, the, the, these guys are the real deal. And I think the strength of the defense, they've loaded up on the defensive line in the draft with, with Davis. Of course, they have Fletcher Cox. Now Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham is healthy. That defensive line is playing well. Now you've got the linebackers, and they've added these DBs. I, off the top of my head, I can't think of a, of a better lineup defensively. And if you look at the Eagles offensively, Howie was roasted by the Jalen Hurts pick in the second round. Oh, what's it going to do to – you know, Carson Wentz's psyche. Well, Carson Wentz, I tell you what, has maybe played his last game in the NFL because yeah. Washington dumps Heineke for Wentz again. So that, I know the no, they're not. They can't. Dysfunctional. playing well, yeah. No. But, but to watch Jalen Hurts play and his improvement is really exciting to me. He was dropping dimes in that game. He goes 19 for 28 for 285, four touchdowns, no interceptions. And they took his foot off the gas in the second half when they're trying to run out of the clock. And then, you know, Minshew mopped up. But talk to me Smart a little bit about Hurts and, and, what, and, you know, it's everything I hear about the guy is he gets there early, he stays late every day, he's totally dedicated to his craft. His arm strength to me looks improved. His certainly his decision makes improved, and and this guy is the real deal this year, and it's fun to watch. He's a lot of fun to watch, and like and like you said, he's a guy that all you like. If you remember the night of that draft, you were ahead of me somehow. I don't know how, but you you sent me a text. Jalen hurts question mark, 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, that's because Ray Dinger sent me the same. The same okay. <laughs> well, you text me Jalen Hurts question mark, and I text back, yeah, I like Hurts. Well, I, I like Hurts. And, and I like text, him too, but that's and, not and, and you text back and said, to the Eagles? And I said, the Eagles? Because <laughs> 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 the Eagles weren't even on, but you, I guess somebody, you know, word slips out ahead of Buffalo. I'm watching TV just like a fan of that. I'm not, you know, but when you're there, you do hear things a couple minutes earlier. And I guess, right, you know, whoever heard and told you. And, but um, but I always, I liked him. I did a story about him prior to that draft saying, you know, that was the, who was that draft? That was the Trevor Lawrence, no. What year? I'm trying to. I, I get all the quarterbacks. Well, it's, it's uh, two years ago or three yeah, years it was ago. Yeah, two, two years. Ago. Two years old. So it wasn't. It was, Lawrence. Tra- it was, it was Trevor the... Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, right? No, Lawrence was last year. No, no, right. Lawrence. No, Lawrence was two years ago. Well, this, 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 this is yeah. This, this is Lawrence's second. third year. This is, this is Lawrence's this second. Is Lawrence, no, this is Lawrence's second year. Right. This hurts his third year, right? Yeah. So he would been. It would have been. I can't remember who was in that draft. Oh, that was Justin Herbert to a uh, right, right. Um, I'm trying to think who. Um, anyway, I I I I remember doing a story for when I, when I was doing draft stories that that year on saying you know these guys are all going to go early, but this guy hurts is he's probably going to go second round, but he might be when it's when it's look back in a few years and this guy might be as good as the guys that went in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was right for once, but. Um, no, I mean, Hurts, you know, he got rushed in a little too soon. Nobody expected him to have to play that first year. Yeah. And he, and he struggled, as, as most, most rookies look at, coming look at in pe- like that Look at did, Pickett. You know? Pickett struggled. I, I don't yeah, like rookie quarterback. Right. They shouldn't quarterback. have to play. They really shouldn't have to play as a rookie. The, why the do you, NFL, why do you, they, getting they off the do. subject, though, why do you think Pittsburgh made that move? I mean, Trubisky – you know, Pickett got hurt the first game he started. Trubisky came back to win it. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Pittsburgh. They're they're not. That's not a good football team right now. Yeah. But but the Eagles are. The Eagles, and I found this past week was the first week this year that I was able to really watch. I mean, I, I don't get them on TV here. So normally when I have to watch to, to watch, I go to a restaurant bar or whatever, and you can watch the game, but it's not the same because there's, there's other games on and people are talking and making noise and. Whatever you know, this I actually had. This was the national game. This were at least it was here. I got that the Steeler Eagles game. Yeah, it was. was on. Yeah, it was. It was, it was the national. Yeah. yeah, right. So, um, so I actually got to watch it closer, and you know, I could on my TV. Not I was by myself. Nobody making noise. This team's good. I mean, the Steelers aren't very good, but that doesn't. That's that's besides the point. This team, what they do or, or what they don't do, that I'm so impressed with. They don't make mistakes. Don't. They're well coached. They really guess, are well yeah, they, coached. They, they, on both sides of the ball, they don't. Yeah. They don't turn the ball over, which is obviously a very good thing. But they don't make. They they, they don't like. I watch a lot of games now, and so many teams just make stupid mistakes. Right? Like not even fumbling or intercepting because they're that that happens. Other sometimes you got to give credit to, to the other team, but they don't jump off sides on you know when a team tries to get a draw. They don't have any delay a game penalties or false. Like they're not like those kind of penalties are to me are just stupid. 
Well, they are. And, and Sirianni also takes advantage of every opportunity. You know, yes. if, they're, if the clock is running down in the quarter, he's just not going to walk off the field. He's going to try to draw yes, the is. other team offside. I mean, and it works. he takes advantage of every opportunity that there is. That's really impressive for you. No, coach. He's, I've, he's grown on me. I, I still think he's a little goofy, but that's okay. I guess, you know, <laughs> no, he is a little goofy, but, but he's a good coach. I mean, um, and Gaddon, you know, people rip Gaddon a lot. And I and I like I said, Gannon, Gannon well, played the hand he was dealt. He, he he did, he did. But my you know, my knock with Gannon was, if you're going to sit back and cover two and let a quality quarterback eat you up, you have to change. I understand he's got more to work with, certainly a, a linebacker in, in the backfield this year. Uh, but uh, you're you're right. He he he's playing uh, he's playing the cards uh, he's dealt, and he's been dealt a good hand this year. Now he has hey, a good hand, right? Now he can go all in. So, so a couple more things. We talked about the trade deadlines coming up. There's been rumors that Kareem Hunt is interested in coming to the Eagles. There was a, a Camara a rumor that was shot that down squashed, yeah. recently. And, of course, you saw yesterday a, a blockbuster, Rokon Smith, goes to yeah. Baltimore, which is, was, which is a great trade. Do you think the Eagles need to make a move? I mean, mm. could, do they need that no. quarterback? I kind of like Gainwell and Scott, personally. Yeah, I, I, don't, do. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes you can overdo it because right now they got a good thing going. Now getting Quinn was was good. That was smart, and I can't. Um, that's a that's a good move. But sometimes you don't want to like, upset the locker room chemistry, exactly. so to speak. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, listen. If you can get a steal, if you can get a player that you think's an upgrade, and it's only going to cost you a six round pick or something, well, by all means, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. But I'm. I'm not giving up anything of value just to add another piece, you know. I mean, we're, well, especially a disgruntled. Fit. Listen, if you wear right. out your welcome with Andy Reid like Kareem Hunt did, and then you wore, you've worn out we're, your, right, your welcome in, in Cleveland, that that concerns me. That, right. To me, that sounds like a bad guy that really, you know. Right. Some not, guys get traded to trouble. Right. Some guys get traded over money, like AJ Brown, or they get traded because. They're on a like they're a good player on a bad team, and the bad team says, "Listen, we're not winning with you or without you. Let's we're looking to the future, so we're going to trade you to get something for our future." Well, nothing wrong with that, like the Bears did with Smith, obviously, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't want a guy that's been, I don't want a guy that's going to be on his third team in three years or fourth team in f- five years or something. Like, no, nah, keep Eagles got a good thing going. Leave it alone. Like I said, unless there's a deal that you can't say no to, but I wouldn't be the aggressor here. That's all. Well, let's look. Let's look at the rest of the schedule. Of course, we play Thursday night. We're at we're at Houston Thursday night, which you know a short week going on the road concerns me. The Eagles are a far better team than Houston, yeah. but the the better team doesn't always win. This is a, this is a, an area of concern. You've got you know Washington the following week at home. Washington's playing better now that Heineke is at the helm. You're at Indianapolis. Now, Indianapolis is a, now has gone to a rookie yeah. quarterback who struggled. They, 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 they threw the white flag up. Uh, your, your team, the team that you cover, Green Bay, what, what's going on with Green Bay? Can, can they give the Eagles a game? They, yeah, they'll give them a game, but in Philly, the Eagles win that. That's a night game, too, right? Sunday night, the Eagles were putting Trent Cole and um, Hugh Douglas in the, in the ring of honor that night and had eight Eagles. I'm telling you, Eagles, I said 15 and 2. Now, well, ten, Tennessee, is Tennessee a winner? That could be the one. That could be the one. I think they lose at – I hate to say this, but I think they lose at Dallas just because. 
and it's also their third straight road game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So I, I they start out at the Giants, at Chicago, then they go to Dallas. Yeah, so I think that at Dallas could be that could be tough. Other than that, Tennessee maybe because it's an AFC. I think they're going to lose two games. I really do. I just think one because just because you know, and that Tennessee could be the one. They're a good team. Rabel's a good coach. Um, they're going to need it more. Tennessee's going to. I mean, it, it, again, it's in Philly though, so that, that's that's they. <laughs> hell, they. I mean, it's not out. I, I'm, I'm going to sound crazy here. It's not out out of the realm of possibility for them to go 17 and up. I almost hate to say it. I even hate to think it works, <laughs> but but I'm looking at this thing. I said that's possible. It's absolutely possible. It, it, All it, I know it, is La- Larry Zonka and Mercury Morris. And, uh, <laughs> that campaign they're, is it, it's it's on ice. They're not they're, they're, they're not getting they're not ready they're to pop that against campaign yet. Well, they always it, pop the corks when the, yeah. when a team loses. Exactly. Though. <laughs> they have that stored away yet. They haven't they haven't opened the opened the champagne case yet. They're, we so. had uh, we had Zonka. We did a, a feature on Zonka for Miami Man magazine. Yeah, I I got it. to chat with him a little bit. He's. Uh, He's a, good, he's a good guy. But, but listen, so, Mark, um, we were, you know, remember two-a-days? You covered two-a-days, right? Yes, I, I lived through them. Yeah. Uh, we might go two-a-days this week because on Thursday night we'll have right. to do this again on Friday morning and uh, hopefully talk Sounds about good to me. An, an Eagles win. But, um, Mark, always uh, fun chatting with the Eagles with you. I hope everybody enjoyed it. So, for Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Bird Brains with Mark and Ken. And we'll, we'll – uh, Check in with you in a couple of days. Take care, everybody. So long.